Alright, welcome to God Mode Unlocked, episode 39. We've got a ton of big stuff to talk it's, about. It's this got week. mode. The this bombs week. have been dropped. So let's dive right in. Sony totally undercut Microsoft. We've been talking about for months, did they? months now. Well, in one way they did. They beat them to the punch on this. Yeah, a little bit. So we've been talking about for months how Sony's not saying anything. It's radio silence. And uh, you know that hasn't been good for them at all. And you know Microsoft is going to announce the next Xbox at E3, and Sony wasn't even going to be there. Well, I think Sony must have been listening to the show and everybody else on the internet. Yeah. Because they put out a Wired art, an art, well, Wired put out an article with a big exclusive reveal on a lot of the PS5 stuff. So this is official PlayStation. Oh, 5. Is that where it came from? I didn't even know where it came from. Yeah, I just saw it. On it's like official. Forums. Yeah. So, so it came from a Wired article. Uh, so they basically re-ran what Xbox did with the Xbox One X. Did that on Wired? Well, they did it through Digital Foundry, don't you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a big deal, and it was that a huge was, success. That, that, yeah, that I think Digital Foundry is way more uh, spec-oriented, though. Yeah. No, not credible, but just, like, they literally test every single, like, yeah. yes, oh, yeah, this yeah. is what they say, yeah. this is what it tests out to be. Yeah. Um, but I think, who do you think has a bigger audience? I think maybe Wired. I would think so. Because Digital Foundry is very hardcore. Yeah, very hardcore. Hard but that's what Microsoft was going for. Yeah, exactly. But so Wired, this is official PlayStation 5 information. The PlayStation 5 will be backwards compatible with the PlayStation 4. God Mode nailed that. It will have ray tracing, which is whatever. Yeah. It'll have a solid state drive, which is what I've been asking for for next-gen consoles for a long time. We pretty much nailed that. VR, so this will have PlayStation VR 2, but it also carries over. The PSVR you have now will work on That's good. PS5, so they're not punishing the early adopters, which, if they did that, that would hurt really bad, I, th- I think. Like, hey, thanks for buying our $300 yeah. headset, but now you got to buy the new one. Yeah, version. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'll get into it later. I, I do think they may run into some issues, because PSVR 2 has got to be way more powerful than the first edition. So, we'll see how that works. Well, is it guaranteed that all games have to work on both? Or just that say. they have backwards compatibility? I don't compatibility think that it's sad, but I just think... I mean, it'd be definitely spell trouble if not all games ran on the original version. But they have I don't think you're going to get as good a experience. So, if you're thinking, okay, you know... I think for a couple of years they might like maybe. mandate it and then you know, we'll throw see. it away. Um, it still uses physical media, so discs or cartridges of some kind. It is not all digital. Shocking. It technically has 8K capabilities. Technically. Just like PS4 Pro technically has 4K. <laughs> it has 3D audio, which I hear a lot of people are excited about this. It's, yeah. That potentially is one of the biggest steps forward that it has, I guess. It's going to come out in 2020. Um, that's what they announced. What's your reaction to all that? Um, that's official, all of it. I mean, that sounds beautiful. Like, I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, I mean, that's they, they really checked all the boxes, didn't they? I'm kind of surprised, though, honestly, that um, they went in this direction and not maybe didn't, maybe not chasing after like the Switch a little bit more. I hear rumblings that maybe... Well, they the, could still do something. Yeah, I, I'm hearing some rumblings that maybe the PSP is going to be resurrected. No. Yet again. Jesus. Yet again, impressed in the service. I think... So when I first saw this, A, I give Sony credit because 
they definitely took the news cycle for the week. Like, oh, they, yeah. they saw that they had a chance to be the first next-gen console because they knew you know, everybody's talking about the next Xbox. How can we... Well, we're not going to be at E3. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, how can we... You know, so they kind of took back the initial momentum, at least. I don't think that it gets them anywhere in the long run, but for now, it was a wise move. Yeah. Um... I really like the solid state drive. That's music to my ears. Yeah. Reducing loading times or eliminating them is going to be huge. Um, the 8K thing, this is, I mean, you said something about it too. Like you said, like LOL and attacks. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's going to be like literally less than 1% of the user base is going to be able, I think it's like less than 10% of the current console user base even has 4K. Well, you know, we, we've we've discussed quite a bit like how there's like $5,000 4K monitors yeah, yeah. just hitting the market now. Yeah, right. Like anyone buying, any hardcore users just buying that, obviously aren't going to be in the market no. for an 8K TV that's what I mean. for, Nobody's for like an entire decade. No. no. And that's the hardcore crowd. So like who's, who are these 8K I, TV owners? I, I would say that even by... Is it for the even by the end of next generation? Yeah, I would say half of the owners of these consoles probably still won't even have 4K. I mean, is it low eight? Is it the concept of downsampling to make the image even cleaner? Is that what they're going for? I I think I think they just wanted to be able to say it yes, can we 8K. can do it. Yeah, because yeah. it sounds fancy. Put it on the box. Right, right. Like, do, do people even care about this no, stuff anymore? We're getting to the point where... Yeah, I guarantee you, when they roll out these 8K TVs and you compare it, you know, unless the TV is, like, 75 inches, you're, you're not, not going to notice. Well, you know, and everybody, like, the hardcore gaming PC crowd, most of them say, don't bother with 4K. Get the highest refresh rate you can. Who cares about the resolution? Yeah. It's not important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially after 4K. I mean, come on. The, the right. returns How have further to be do you have to diminishing. Go? Um, but so Sony got got some stole some thunder there for sure. They officially announced the PlayStation 5. They announced it's coming in 2020. It's got all these fancy technical specs. 3D audio, like I said, had a lot of people hyped. That's interesting. But shortly thereafter, it leaked out that. Pretty much everybody confirmed, which is what we've been saying. Again, God mode nailed it. The next Xbox is more powerful than this. Yeah, and here's the issue I had, which is why I slipped in that. Well, you know, like, because you said they, they, they beat them to the punch or whatever. And the issue I have is, well, Sony just showed their hand. Yeah, right. So now, like, Microsoft can come out and say, well, Sony said theirs does this. But ours does We've this. We've still got this much like, lead time. Yeah. So, like, to me, I mean, they Sony would have been smarter doing, like, the Apple thing where they don't compare themselves to Xbox because yeah. they're the leader. Like, Apple's hardware is, like, you know, it's not as good as the top-of-the-line right. Android stuff. Right. But they never compare themselves directly. Right. They only compare themselves to, to themselves. themselves. Yeah. And that's why people don't care. Right. I mean, really. They know who their audience well, is. Well, like we that's were saying, like we were saying, you can you can put 8K on the box, you know, and like, that's great. But like, people just care about the overall experience. Yeah. And that's why Sony's been winning is the experience with PlayStation, all yeah. its exclusives. Right. has just been better than what Xbox has offered lately. 
So to me, like I think Sony was very foolish to, to wheel themselves out there early. They should have waited for Xbox to show their hand and then show their hand. I just think they were taking a beating. And I think somebody at Sony basically said, all right, we can't continue this yeah. not saying anything. And it just seems odd to me because now, now like when they do the actual reveal. Is that the first time one of us has sneezed on the podcast? Yeah, I was thinking that. 39 like, episodes it took? I, yeah, I was like, I didn't know what to do. Like. No one's ever sneezed on our show before. <laughs> um, but to me, it's the odd thing about it now is, like, when they do actually do the real review, we already reveal, we already well, know everything that's going to be there. The games. Like, yeah. That'll be the big thing. Which we have more on that later. But wouldn't it have been nice to get this news with the games side by side and one big blowout? Well, that's what Microsoft's definitely going to do. Yeah. No doubt. I, I don't know. It just seems like they sort of... I think the other thing that Sony immediately got asked is, well, how much is this going to cost? And the quote, this is going to be the, the, I think it's, I'm going to remember this quote forever. This is going to be like the frothing demand increases. Remember when that review came out at IGN? No. That gets quoted all the time. It was for an Ikaruga review and it said our frothing demand increases. <laughs> and I think it got put on the box art. And, yeah. Uh, but they got asked, <laughs> how much is this going to cost? And they said, well, the price will be appealing to gamers. Everybody's saying, you know, of course, the forums are on fire. It's only going to be three ninety nine. There's no way yeah. any of these consoles cost less than five hundred to launch. No, no. way, no, especially with a solid. Well, state and they've drive. been saying that there's going to be no two way. different versions. Probably, it's probably going to be the lower end version and the higher end version. Yeah, the lower end version. Yeah, I'm sure it could be. It could be three ninety nine. Could be four ninety nine. I mean, the the PS4 Pro costs three ninety nine now, right? But yeah. Um, does it? I think it does. It, it goes on sale for not, less. Has it really not dropped? I don't think so. Wow. Okay. Well, anyway. Um, but to me, like, you look at the tech that they are promising. Like, right. They're, they're promising, like, next-gen AMD GPU yes. capabilities. Yes. They're, prom- they're promising built-in solid-state drive. Uh, they're, I don't know what this 3D audio you know what something like that costs, but 8K capability. Well, anyway. yeah, and obviously the ray tracing. That's that's especially for AMD. Um, that's brand new technology. Like that's not even on the market technology. Right. So um, you know, I mean, that's gonna that alone. That's the one. That's the real big one. PS4 to me, Pro like, is still three hundred ninety nine dollars. That is so amazing. That had, that says to me there is no way. The PS5. I'm saying the same thing for the Xbox. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're going to... 500 minutes. Well, I'm on record saying I hope they go more expensive. Just build something. Because, like, it build feels the like... the most impressive console Yes, it feels like... Yeah, well, it just feels like they have to at this point. Cause, because returns are sort of diminishing. So, in order to get that same pop, that same wow that we used to get, I think we just have to pay more. And yeah. that's just the reality of it. So, speaking... You know, one thing that they could do to reduce the price by apparently nothing is to take the disk drive out because Microsoft officially announced the all digital edition this week of the Xbox One and it's $249, which basically everybody said this is a complete miss. Like, yep. you reduced the price by $50. Yeah, but you know, you know what they're going to do is they're going to they're gonna drop that price right quick. The, the, that's, what, that's what Microsoft does. Why wouldn't. It would, it would have made such a bigger splash if they just said starting at one ninety nine. Uh-huh. Just put it there. Just yep. put it there. 
Well, no, because they're going to go after early adopters. And then I guarantee you, in six months, that is going to be $199. In a year, this console is going to be dead. Yeah. Just make it $199. Just go for the throat. I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you. In fact, I wish they had been a little more aggressive in its design, too. That, too. don't just remove the disk you know drive. The Make disc- it smaller. No, there's still all the all the components of the disk drive are still in there. Oh my god! It's they just took the. <laughs> they it's took, the exact same thing. They just oh literally like took like one part out. Well, they they took the entrance out. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Um, but there are there is good Microsoft news this week. So the all digital edition, especially being announced at the same time as the PS5, basically wowed nobody. I mean, it does come. <laughs> it does come with Minecraft, uh, Sea of Thieves, and Forza Horizon Three, like we reported last episode. But just pull those games out of there and make it one ninety nine. I mean, yeah. Give it a month of Game Pass, and well, that's what they're going to do eventually. They'll pull those games out. Oh, it's one ninety nine now. But Microsoft confirmed it's official. They're going first again to E three. Their conference is Sunday only, really? June 9th. <laughs> I mean, what? They're first and only. What do you mean? This year. Well, there's no PlayStation. There's, well, I mean, there's, yeah. all, there's all the others. And Nintendo's though. really not there either. Yeah. So the, oh, got, the console makers are... Yeah. They're alone. That's true. But they're going before Ubisoft, you know, like all the yeah. other Yeah, all the companies. other, the big studios. Devolver. Yeah. <laughs> the, so, they'll still the show. It's Sunday, June 9th, 4 p.m. Eastern, I believe. Um, and there was something interesting, though, this week. Uh, Microsoft had an inside Xbox this week, which is where they announced the all-digital edition. And they kept calling this in episode of uh, Inside Xbox the road to E3. Because they announced their their conference exactly when it is. They promised the next-gen reveals, blah, blah, blah. In the same episode, the road to E3, they made Ninja Gaiden 2, Fable 2 and 3, as well as the Splinter Cell series all backwards compatible on Xbox One. In an episode called The Road to E3. There's rumors that Fable's been coming back. And it, yep. pretty much we know it to be true. <clears throat> There's rumors that Splinter Cell's coming back. Yep. Who knows? You know, Ninja Gaiden was once a very... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Synonymous property with the Xbox. Yeah. Could this batch of backwards compatibility games... Cause is this a hint that we're going to see Ninja Gaiden, that we're going to see Fable... And Splinter Cell I think, at E3. I think so. Is this a I God really Mode do. moment? I, Nobody I, else mentioned well, I mean, when Phil traveled to Japan, he had to have been going to get For something. Some yeah, yeah, something. And he hasn't really had anything yet to show. Yeah. And, you know, Ninja Gaiden 3 was a real mess for them. Yeah. I'm sure they, they want to, you know, they want to do another try. and. Well, they did that Nio game, which was a success. Team Ninja we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. Dead or Alive kind of seems to be another miss, and kind of seems to be... I mean, maybe in Japan it's doing okay, yeah, but I, that franchise is... Yeah, and you know, I used to be a big Dead or Alive fan. Yeah, you were huge. Yeah, and you know, I, like, six, I was just like, oh, yeah, I don't care. We know, we basically know Fable's coming by Playground. Yeah. That's going to be huge. Um, Man, I am so curious to see what they're going to do with that. Fable? Yeah, because I think they're, I think, I think with, a, with the right re-envisioning, that could be a big series I mean it always had that potential yeah well it had the potential I I just think the studio behind it right Right. I I mean they would have to change the style and change you know yeah the ideas the ideas behind it were good yeah 
the execution was just never there. Right. But uh, Splinter Fable Cell. Fable 1, honest to God, Fable 1 was a great game. For its time, it was very, very good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of the first games that I remember seeing my character change based on my decisions oh, yeah. and stuff. That was the first Well, time. I remember reading about now it in magazines. Now it's been done a ton. I just remember reading about it in magazines and thinking, wow, that, like... Can they really do all this? I remember having, Can I really get having a playthrough where I had horns because I was just slaughtering yeah. everybody. Yeah, well, that was the other thing. And I was like, nobody had done that. When I read in the magazine that you could kill anybody, like yeah. you could just be whoever you wanted and do whatever you want. Like, And one of the things was like, you can kill the store owner or whatever. Yeah. I was just like, what? Like, no other kill game ever gave yeah. you like that freedom. So, yeah, I mean, um, Fable... but. Let's talk about Splinter Cell a little bit, because I think um, I think that is it's got to be there. Like we were the talking Ubisoft about the Walmart CEO thing. was very wishy washy, and I don't see him. No offense to him, because Ubisoft's done some good things, but I don't see him as a very like hype type of person. Yeah. Like he's, he's not, not a salesman. He's not going to be coy. He's not a yeah. natural born salesman. Like like some would say. To hype up, well, you know, if we were going to bring Splinter Cell back, it'd have to be really good, you know, like to hype up people. But when he says that, I'm thinking like, okay, he really doesn't, <laughs> doesn't yeah. know what to do. Yeah. But um, I want to see that multiplayer again. Spies yeah. versus Mercs, next gen. But I mean, we talked about last week, didn't we? We were, you know, like the Walmart thing. Yeah. And all the games were right, except for Splinter Cell. I could see it being a case where they're like, where maybe even Microsoft themselves were like, you know... Don't eat, don't don't show this game this year. Yeah. Like, let's hold it off. Let's hold it back next year. I mean, Phil definitely seems to respect the like the traditions and and franchises oh, that, sure. that are associated with Xbox. Yeah, and that's why I think this is really possible because you know Ninja Gaiden, Fable, and Splinter what about Cell. Phantom Dust? What yeah, about well, Phantom Dust? He tried to deliver I, that, you I, know. I, In a way, he did. And that's what I mean. Like when when you think of these three franchises. This was the original Xbox, like, three pillar franchises. Oh, yeah. You had Halo, Ninja Gaiden, Fable, Splinter Cell. Those are, like, four of the top five games for the original Xbox. Yeah. Like, no Mm -hmm. question. Yeah. And I think that's... The Xbox needs that again. Yeah. Those series that are synonymous with the platform that people love and that make people want to be part of. Yeah. The Xbox platform. Exactly. And I just get them excited. Yeah. Oh, you know, I mean, yeah, they've just, they've leaned way too heavily on Halo, Gears, and Forza for yeah. far too yeah. long. Like, you know, like, those those series are all tired now just because yeah. they've had to carry so much of the weight. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to the next thing. I thought this news was cool. Um, Jeff Keighley is now hosting the opening conference of Gamescom, which is in August, which has become a pretty decent show. Yeah, uh, it's in Germany, yep. so it's gonna—it's basically gonna be like the Game Awards, but not awards, like the reveals. Like he's producing the whole thing, and the, if you remember this past Game Awards, the reveals were big. Like there's a lot of big games. Oh yeah, there. I mean he's like the patron saint of video games at this point, right? Well, like he just goes places. Reset to... era hated. Him. I, I know the Dorito Gate. Uh, whatever. Dur- but but he does a good job. Yeah. So when I heard this. Because like they they immediately said you know it's gonna be big reveals. I think Gamescom is gonna take a step up this year. I think you're gonna see some 
bigger well, I mean, Angela was. Merkel herself was there pumping yeah. it up last year. I mean, what, how much more can, can I, Germany I do? Be, I want to be president and open E3. That's, yeah. that's, that's my goal, is to be the first president to open E3. <laughs> Call me. Uh, I'll do it as a mayor. Yeah. Call me. From New York. That might in not, California. That might not have the same impact. No. But. Uh, here's a good one. Here's some mayor from somewhere. New York. <laughs> the other somewhere side of the in country. New York. Not the city, though. I love to go shopping. That's what they'll <laughs> yeah. say. I love shopping in New York. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no. Just leave out. Just leave out the upstate part. Not where yeah, I'm, I'm a mayor from New York. Yeah. Um. So we've been talking about the fate of GameStop and how they re- very quickly need to change directions. This week they introduced a new policy called the Guaranteed to Love It policy, which is a <laughs> terrible name. But when you buy a game there. If you don't like it, it's only certain games. Yeah. You can return it within, I don't know how many days it is. I forget. I thought it was like 48 hours. Maybe. And uh, get your full money back. Every every single penny back. The first game that's part of the program is Days Gone. It only makes sense they have to do this because if you buy a game on Steam... It doesn't instill confidence in Days Gone, does it? Well, no, I, I think it does. I think what they're doing is they're taking prominent publishers that they know are going to put out massive oh, games. Okay. You know, they know that 9 out of 10 releases by Sony, they're going to be able to stay in yeah. line. Well, I mean, this is... Of all the Sony releases to, to put, you know, yeah. put your money where your mouth is. This you is know it like, comes out this week, right? This is like the iffiest one of it them It comes all. out this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think that's what... You know, they're not going to guarantee, you know... Uh, I'm trying to think of like an EA or Activision game. <laughs> it yeah. wouldn't be very. Yeah. Uh, they're gonna guarantee games that they know are like very good chance to be good. I mean, it's a really interesting policy for this company at this time. Like, because can't afford to get yeah, the money back. Yeah, just to me, I'm like, where are they gonna get the money for this? But they have to. You know, all their sales are going to Steam, to Epic Game Store, to Xbox, the digital, and most most of those platforms have a policy. Like, if you play it for two hours and you don't like it. Will refund you, you know. So they have to compete with. Yeah, that. well, you know, because there's there's more risk to buy a game at GameStop than there is to just try it on Steam. Mm-hmm. And if I don't like it, I'll just get my money back. It seems like Sony is the somehow now the most um, attached to physical media, even more so than Nintendo, which blows my mind. You know, like maybe maybe GameStop should just rebrand themselves the unofficial Sony store <laughs> because like. <laughs> the Sony seal of quality. Yeah, I got Nintendo. a feeling like a lot of these games are going to be Sony games. So here, here's here's one that really threw me for a loop when I first saw it. Master Chief for the Showtime show has been cast. Yes. Yeah, and nice. it is Porn Stash from Orange is the New Black. No, I've never seen Orange. Well, I mean, I have, but I never... Do you know who Porn Stash is? Did you Google it? I Googled it, yeah. Did you see what he looks like? Yeah, he looks like a guy who would be named Porn Stash. Right, but I... That role is very comedic. He's a very like unlikable character, but I've heard that his other roles, he's all really good. Yeah, at. yeah. And I, he's also, I think I read he's six foot five, which in Hollywood is like a eight giant. feet tall. Yeah, yeah, because they make Tom Cruise look like he's yeah, yeah, six foot eight. Yeah. So take a guy that's six foot five, <laughs> and he's gonna have that oh, like yeah. giant I, master chief. Yeah, I think he'll surprise people. He'll be good. It's huge for him because if the show is good, then he's. The yeah, I mean, I'm really curious to see what they're going to do with this. 
I don't know if I should be nervous. Or He's I... also a very plain white guy. Like, when you think of John, Master Chief, plain white guy, that's what he was, a normal white guy. Yeah, yeah. This guy has that look. He looks like a normal white guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's going to be running around with a helmet on for most of the time. Yeah. So, like, does it even right. Matter? But I think you're going to have to have the human element in yeah. the show. You can't not show his face. Yeah, that's going to be really interesting to see if, if how much they humanize him or if, yeah. they, or if they go with the, like, you know, like, he's so, he's been made so, you know, unhuman. Disconnected. Yeah. Like, that I don't he's, think he's sort of a loner. That. They can do that, but they're going to have to... Have see, some I think form of human. Well, like, see, as, what I, as a character, or else the the, the viewer is not going to like him. You know who I like, really yeah. think they might do, like when I think of another character that's sort of similar is like um, Doctor Manhattan from Watchmen, in the way that he was like so much more powerful than everybody yeah. else. It, it made him lonely because like nobody could actually relate to him. I, w- I think they will to some extent, but they're going to have to humanize him because, yeah. I mean. Otherwise, they just could cast anybody. Literally, they could cast a big, yeah, strong yeah. guy, and they could cast the mountain. Oh, I mean, Game but I Thrones. think I think like the primary struggle he'll face is like just trying to relate to normal people. Well, it'll be interesting because it depends how far. If you if you guys are up there listening, if you read the Halo books, there's actually a ton of characterization for Master Chief. Like they tell his whole story. Yeah. And, you know, if they try to take that angle, then there'll be a lot of that. You know, like... I'm just really, really curious to see how Because they can't it. just make it like a Halo campaign. I'm really curious to see how they're It'd be a super soldier just shooting stuff for ten episodes. It can't be I'm that. down for that. It can't be that. I'd get so boring. I'm hoping that they, they model the elites after the aliens from the Alien franchise. They're going to look like a normal elite. Yeah, but, I mean, I hope they make them, like... Scary. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Like they, they like, you know, like I, I, in my mind, I'm just imagining them like running along like a, uh, you know, like a steel, whatever flooring, and like a leak crawling up underneath them, yeah. and busting through the floor, like that yeah. kind of stuff. Like, and you know, like it scares the hell out of everybody. That's what I want the elites to be like. I don't want them to be these big goofy guys who speak English. Please don't let them yeah. speak English. That, do you remember? Don't, do you remember like? I remember when I saw a gold elite in Halo One. It was like, yeah. "Oh crap!" Oh like, yeah, because yeah. you, like, you go around that corner. Yeah, and what it, comes out with a sword? Um, it's not Signwinder. What's what was it? It was um, Silent Car. No, not Silent Cartographer. Yeah, it was Silent Cartographer. No, because it's that that was the beach one. Um, yeah, it was at the end of that level. No, it was in the it was in the snow level. Well, there might have been one there too. That was much later in the campaign. Oh, okay. The first one you see, I'm pretty positive, is in at the very end of Silent Cartographer. You're headed to the dropship, and one jumps out in front of you. Like, right between you and the dropship. Yeah, I don't remember that one. And that was, like, an intimidating moment. Yeah. Like, you've never seen a gold elite before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the sword. And he's got the sword. Yeah, and that yeah. was that was the real scary thing, was he, has, he had that damn sword. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just hope they make the elites truly scary. Will they do the brutes? Got it right, but I mean, Depends. I I kind of hope you do the brutes. In Will they later do the engineers? Season? Will they do? That's what I mean. If they start this series like before the Covenant War even begins, like it, it could go any direction. But the real question mark to me is the grunts. Like, right, right. What it are could you go gonna any do way. with the grunts? How, yeah. how are you gonna do them? Like, I can see how you can do the jackals and the yeah the um the elites. Well, because I think jackals like they look small to you, but you're like a 
nine foot human being. But they also look like they also look like in real know, life they're like six feet tall. Yeah, and, or and, real but, life. and they look sort of scary and alien. Yeah, but the the grunts they're purposely like goofy and like yeah. they like how are they going to translate that into like something realistic? Yeah. That's that's. So that's a real question. Don't let them mark. speak English either. No, nobody, don't. none of the aliens. I mean, that better be subtitles the whole way through. I, I don't even know if they need to. If I don't even know if we need to see covenant characters speak. Yeah, that's true. It's not that important. Well, I think eventually you're gonna need to see like the, um, you know, the prophets. I don't want Star Wars. But you, they're not. No, I don't want to see the prophets speak English. But eventually you're gonna need to Translate. see them sort of like lording over the rest of the covenant. Don't even tell me what they're saying. Yeah, make it I mean, be that, that much that more would be, scary. That would be an interesting angle. It would definitely make them more alien. Yeah, right. I liked them when they were more Freaked me the out. most Scared alien. Me. Yeah, exactly. When they were the most alien, that's when they're at their best. Yeah. Uh, so Time Magazine's top 100 influential people came out this past week, and Ninja made the list. And <laughs> I think it's legit. I mean. I, was, I mean, yeah. I, a few weeks ago, I was ta- for several weeks, I've been talking about how influential these people are. And at any one time, how many other people have, for eight hours a day, hundreds of thousands of people watching It really and is listening. kind of amazing, isn't it? And most shows, you listen to somebody for half an hour. Well, yeah, and you know, the, the thing is, is the real interesting aspect to me is that, you know, it, it used to be that, you know, like... You didn't get I'm just alien. Is that the covenant right there. What was that, that? that was the covenant. It was um. What's what's the? Never mind. Anyway, it used to be that you know you used to have your celebrity, but he was really controlled by a major corporation behind him. You know, like he he had people he had to answer to. A label so, or a studio. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Whatever. Like they did a great job of controlling everything that came out of that person's mouth. Yeah. Where now today, I mean, he still sort of has to answer to corporations. But they're not like he doesn't have a boss that he's reporting no. to every no. day. It's it's really just him. You're getting just the, the him. The thing is, is as long as his audience is there, he can say whatever he wants, Pretty whether much. the sponsors like it or not. Well, that's the thing. The audience is there. Well, I mean, to a certain point, he's going to answer to his sponsors. But I hear, I hear people, but not to the degree that it used to. They be. bash the games they're playing while they're being paid to play them. Yeah. It's because, like, look, this is your choice as a company. Okay, I can pay this guy to play my game, and he might talk bad about it or whatever. Yeah. But there's a there's a hundred thousand people watching him. If yeah. he's not playing my game, he's playing. Well, somebody and what else's. I mean is, like, there's there's a certain level of authenticity. Yeah, right. That you get today right. that you never got right. before. Right. That's what I mean. Like, you it get, was so processed. You get that and, audience by being authentic. Yeah. If you're if you're, yeah, like what you're saying, if you're. PR correct. Like you look at you look at nobody's the, you look at it used to be like the Tonight Show, yeah, or something like that was as close to one guy talking to his Same audience. What he wants, yeah. But you know it was it was highly orchestrated, obviously, yeah. and like you, so it's just not like that anymore, and that's kind of no. interesting. And you know I was talking to who was I talking to about this? Like I was thinking about how CEOs have changed. You know, like when we were growing up. CEOs like if or a presidential candidate, if you were seen without a tie, it was like, oh my god, you know, like he's not wearing a tie. Yeah. CEOs were so prim and proper. Yeah. And now the world has changed so much, it has become a battle to 
scream the weirdest thing that you can scream all the time to keep the attention on you. Yeah, exactly. And it's just this constant battle for it, it really, attention. Yeah, it, it's really something to the see. The world has just changed so much. We're the we're officially the old men I yelling know. at the clouds. I know. That's not well, like I, I, yeah, I mean, I was thinking about our parents like and like cuz they they more so than us even like they grew up in that old world. Yeah, yeah. And now here they are in this new world. We yeah, we were kind of between yeah, we were we were times. at a very liberalizing time. I felt like. Well, we grew up. I think we grew up with. We got to grow up without the internet. Yeah. But now we get to take advantage. Yeah. Well, I f- I feel like we, didn't we grow are up relying. We on. were definitely the front line on like the internet. Oh yeah. Like yeah. the way the internet is is because of our generation. Like yeah yeah. yeah. Just this bonsai kitty. <laughs> exactly. All right, time for a lot of people for a long time. (laughs) Time for (laughs) still is somebody. somebody. (laughs) Uh, We have a lot of big rumors this week. This is some of this week's topics are just great all the way through. So we're gonna go over our rumors and uh, make some God mode moment predictions here. We just constantly nail everything on this show. So we have been back and forth on (laughs) on the Rocksteady's next game since this show began. The story on this game has changed at least ten times. Warner Brothers has another game, DC game in development. The story has changed on that. It was Suicide Squad. It was Court of Owls. It was, uh, it's it's changed a hundred times. Maybe it's all of them. Maybe it's Shazam now. So a new, (laughs) maybe it's Aquaman. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's Wonder Woman. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Aquaman will make an appearance now. Uh, So a design document leaked this week, supposedly about a new game at Warner Brothers being announced sometime in the next few months. And the rumor suggested that it's Suicide Squad. That this is Rocksteady's next game. Because the document for this game says it's a multiplayer, basically like a Destiny-like game-as-a-service type game. Which is what Rocksteady has been hiring people for. So, there's well, that. It's a shooter? Well, it's a Destiny-like game. It doesn't. It could be a yeah. melee game. It okay. could be a could be both. Destiny has swords in it. Um, and then another document leaked this week, though, that said that the game is called Outlaws. And it's set in Go- it showed Gotham as one of the settings and blah, 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 blah. The, 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 I got thinking about this. If it's truly a Destiny-like game, on all those type of games, you make your own character. Yeah. So it can't just be like... You choose to play as Harley Quinn. You choose to play as Deadshot. Maybe they're going for like Suicide Squad. Maybe those characters are in it. I I don't know. Well, I mean, you look at you look at DC's games lately, and a lot of their games you don't actually get to be their heroes, which like what well, like DC Universe. Yeah, Online. you don't get to be the heroes. You only get to fight alongside them. Yeah. So I mean, I could see them going for that whole thing again, where. You create your own heroes, and then we'll flash Batman across the screen for five <laughs> seconds, and you'd be excited. I, just, I don't know. I, it's changed so many times. There's rumors it could be announced as soon as this week. So We'll flash Batman out there, and you'll wish you'll be playing as him. But, yeah, but you won't be. But you won't be. You'll never be as strong you'll as that. You'll be playing as this generic character that nobody cares about. Uh, here's a throwback. So Chris Seaver, who was... One of the big guys at Rare, who is now no longer at Rare, posted the design document for a sequel to Conker's Bad Fur Day. They were going to make this game for the Xbox when they Damn. first got acquired. Um, 
And it, I heard it was pretty good, like all the storylines and stuff. It was going to be called Conquer's Other Bad Day or something like that. <laughs> but they decided to make uh, remake the first one instead. Yeah. Which the multiplayer for that See, was I thought I think that was actually probably a good idea. I mean, I thought it and, was too. And it came out really good. I, I'm amazed yeah, that they never really made good. a sequel. Cause well, it that's didn't. the thing is that they didn't. This that didn't need to kill the sequel. Yeah. I think the problem was was this the remake came out right at the end yeah. of Xbox's life. Yeah. Right at the end. But it was such a good game. The multiplayer was shockingly good. Oh yeah. I was I remember that World War Two, the same yeah, Private yeah, Ryan. Yeah, same Private Ryan so, was just so much fun. Uh do you think we'll see Conquer again? Like I wish, a real Conquer? I wish we could see the the multiplayer. I I know you can play like the the single player. Yeah, it's backwards compatible. Yeah. But I wish they'd bring back the multiplayer in yeah. some capacity. I'd love to just boot it up again and give it a go. Do you think we'll see another Conquer game? I hope so. I mean, they certainly have the right man in, in power to make it happen. Like, yeah, Because he true. loves he loves going back to those old games. Do you games. remember when he announced... What was it? What was that game that they killed that was like a Forge-like game? Everybody could build their own levels. Project... Spark. Yeah. Yeah. And they were and they like, Conquer. Conquer. So they started the trailer like with Conquer. And yeah, it was just like, was like oh, and then it was like Project Spark downloadable content. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, and then everyone was like, no. I think, <laughs> I think he came up with a Conquer shirt on. Yeah, yeah. And it was like the old fashioned Conquer. So people were like, well, what's going on here? Yeah. It was like the Conquer before Conquer's bad. And then that. they announced that uh, HoloLens, like that young Conquer, terrible. Do you see that? No. Oh my God. God. You need to look it up. It's awful. Oh, it's God. awful. We'll see. Oh wait, maybe I have seen that. He's like a like a legit like he looks like a normal squirrel. Well, yeah, and I think that's what you got in Project Spark. No, too. he was he was legit in Project Spark. I don't think so. I, yeah, he was. Or maybe I'm just confusing the two. But yeah. Um. At any rate, I hope we see Conquer again. Yeah. So rumors about Ninja Theory's next game leaked out this week. Uh, everybody's been wondering what they've been doing. They've made what did they make? Hellblade, DMC, and Heavenly Sword. I think those are the three big hitters. Yep. Um, so the rumor is that it's a four-player co-op game with fast combat and a huge boss fights, like akin to the new God of War. So it's a four-player co-op game, but not a shooter. Most of those games are shooters. This is going to be like a, you know, like they make. Heavenly Sword, Hellblade style. Well, it'll be like it's gonna be. Um, oh damn it! What was those old Sega games? There's a lot of old Sega games. Oh, well, what's the one where you could like ride the dragons and stuff? Double dragon? No, not double dragons. Right. I mean, it's gonna be like double dragons in a way. You know, there's a million of these side scrollers, yeah. beat 'em ups. Yeah. So like, is that what they're going for with this, like four player version? I don't think it's a beat side scroller, but. That'd be cool. I, I I think it's gonna be like God of War. You know what game has been flashing in my mind since we've been talking about all these old Xbox games? Is um Don't say Tao Fang. No, Battletoads. Oh. Which will be a side That's supposed to be out this year. Yeah. And we still haven't seen it. No. Well it's a, just a two D twenty dollar. Two point five D. Whatever. Two point by a developer that's never made a video game. I'm before. I'm so curious because I got a feeling it could be something special. That that'll be That'll be like they'll show the trailer and it'll be out in three months, kind yeah. of deal at E3. Like yeah. here it is, and it's gonna be out in August, like two months later. That'll get some good as long as it's a good game. That'll generate some good 
some goodwill amongst fans. Yeah, they really handled it in an odd way so far. Like the secrecy around it. Like, yeah. What's it look like? It's just a 2D. Yeah. So, lots of more Xbox news this week. Uh, Brad Sams, who's a known Microsoft leaker, this guy gets everything right. He says the Halo Infinite will have a bat, uh, Battle Royale element, but it will not be like Fortnite or Apex. That they're not just making you know some token Battle Royale, like or some Battle Royale mode. That it's going to be uniquely Halo, and you know it's going to be part of Infinite. Uh, Three Forty Three kind of denied this. They said. Um, we're not interested in Battle Royale, blah, 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 blah. But we are interested in large, large-scale social multiplayer modes in the Halo universe. So it's like, yes, we're doing it, but it's not what you think. Yeah. Whatever that means. What was that mode they made for 5 that mixed PvE and PvP? Do you remember? Oh, God. Um... It doesn't yeah, matter. I can't think of what it's called. I feel like it might I be, know, I, I mean, I played it. Quite I feel like it time. might be some evolution of that. Yeah. On a was it Firefight? Firefight was Halo 3 ODST. Oh. That was the score mode, like where you just killed as many enemies. Like, that was like the horde mode. It was Firefight. Hmm. Yeah, I can't think of it now. But, we'll see. I still think Infinite's going to be huge. So, here we go. A leaker says that GTA 6 is coming in 2020. A legitimate, credible leaker. This surprises me not one bit, but it was big news. He says that it's set in New York and Miami. And remember a few months ago when we were talking about a rumor that they were Sony was trying to buy it as exclusive? Yeah. The rumor is that Sony's trying to buy one month of exclusivity. That is so gen. stupid. Do you think they'll get it? Uh, I hope they do because it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they pay out the teeth for it. Yeah, probably. I know. And one month, who cares? Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, if, if you, you're trying to decide, if it's early on and you're trying to decide which new console to buy, it might sway. Maybe. It's not like a death stroke, though. Yeah, because like if you already own an Xbox, you're not gonna be like, oh, I gotta go buy the PlayStation. The though. interesting thing is that this is a. They say it's a true next gen game. Because I think there's going to be a lot of games that end yeah, up being, like, cross-gen. I mean, given, given how, you know... I mean, just imagine for a moment how um, Red Dead Redemption 2 looks. Yeah. And that's not even, like, a true... Yeah. I mean, that won't be, like, a true next-gen game like this right, is. Right, And that's that's the smaller of the two series. Yeah. By quite a bit. Right. Like, not even close. So, I mean, I'm just trying to imagine the monster that they must be making... <laughs> over at that's a great. Two. That's a great. Uh, like, I mean, this thing is going to be an absolute beast when they re- reveal it. Because I mean, just think of like, think of like um, Cyberpunk. I yeah, mean, that's a current gen. Game. And that that's a current gen game. And that's but that's still going to be something of a bar. And yeah, I'm yeah. sure they're going to want to just blow that away. Yeah. I mean, I, I have mixed feelings about this. There's no way GTA 6 isn't Rockstar's next game. This doesn't surprise me one bit. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I'm just so over the Grand Theft no, Auto me too. series. I, I I own 5 and I never played it. I I bought 4. I played it for maybe a couple hours. Never, never played it again. I didn't buy 5. No, I bought Red Dead Redemption 2. I played it for 3 hours and I never played it again. Um, 
I think for God's sakes, if there's anything, any if there's any hope in this world, they need to change their freaking controls and gameplay yeah. mechanics. Yeah. If this is the same freaking controls, it's just then this that I will never buy one. It of just games blows games. my mind that it's the same company that made um, Max Payne Three. Well. And it's like, how I think a different developer made it, though. Well, yeah, but either way, like, you can't take that talent that worked on Max Payne 3 and say, hey, we want that to be our gameplay. Well, I think it's a different developer, though. I think it's a whole different studio that made Max Payne 3, I think. Well, yeah, but the studio that did develop it was still owned by Take-Two, right? I have no idea. I, I didn't think were. so. Really? You, you think they are I don't. Outsourced? I could be wrong. Because Remedy made Max Payne But either way, too. either way, like... They still had connections to those people. Oh, like sure. the actual people that that made. I can't Max believe 3. no one. How come they couldn't get those people? Red Dead Redemption 2's seven-year development cycle. Yeah. And said, guys, these controls feel really clunky now. Like, yeah. Like our physics and stuff. Like, you know, we've done so much for this game, and you know, our controls just totally feel out. What if it's the exact same, like setup? And they just then when it, it comes out on that episode of God Mode Unlocked, I'll be ripping that new one. I, I do like the idea of going back to Miami. New York doesn't really interest me, but Miami... I thought Vice City was the most interesting GTA yeah. setting. But New York and Miami, like, how's that going to work? New York is not an interesting... You'll probably move halfway through the game. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was thinking maybe, like, you take a plane or something. Like That could be, too. Uh, either way, it's just like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just... A, it, I'm just kind of tired of going to the same locations. It's a, it's a leak, so it could be wrong. Why can't why can't they branch out to, like, say, Chicago or or even go back to London? Yeah, that'd be cool. Or Tokyo or, you yeah. know, like... I think they did Tokyo in one of the old school ones, didn't yeah, they? Okay, I think so. Or Shanghai or Paris, I don't know. Yeah, just someplace, someplace Toronto. different. I'm kind of tired. Anybody of, out there want to see GTA in Toronto? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if anyone wants to see back, that one. Go back, go back. Hey, let us know. Let us ping us on uh, on Discord. So this was this was really interesting. So Reggie officially retired from Nintendo this week. On his way out the door, Reggie has never been on Twitter ever. Reggie signs up for Twitter on like his first day of retirement. <laughs> And tw- 